It's 4-26-23. Welcome to the 20-minute week where we prep our trades and speculations for the coming days. Quick disclaimer, this is not financial advice and you should consult a professional before making any investment decisions. If you're new here or don't know trading terminology, go check out our terms and definitions link below in the show notes. It'll help you out greatly. With that out of the way, my name is Andrew Baskin. And I'm Fado. Let's dive in. So, last week's trades... They didn't really make any. Uh, there was a lot of consolidation in the market. You know, one day it was up, one day it was down, and it stayed in a very tight range. It was like, what, 409 on, and Spy, like, on what, Monday? I sent this to you, and then this is just an example. I don't know the exact numbers. I'll but pull it up. Let's grab the numbers. Just Yeah, grab the numbers real quick. It was right here, right? Yeah. It was between 405... And 409. No, no, that oh, wait, no, that was the week prior. Right here. Between 415 and 410. Yeah. So Four, that 412 level was just bouncing around all week. So, I mean, I didn't make a lot of trades. Monday started off really good, had a really great swing coming into Monday. Tuesday, Boeing and PayPal had a couple decent sized trades there, um, made like $150. I don't remember the specific levels, but. Wednesday got murdered on Wells Fargo puts, you know, 41 and a half puts. I threw them at 40. I threw those puts at 41, 41.8. So $41.80 when Wells Fargo was trading around there. Threw about 21, I want to say, puts. Oof. Stock like peaked up to a 40, I want to say 42, over just over 42. And I was getting, I was getting hammered. I was getting killed on like, you know, I was a thousand dollars even i i said you know i'm done for the week i after this loss like i had a great april run where i made like three three grand net profit and i was just eating i've just been eating away into that um so i decided hey i'm gonna withdraw my money take a break and reset so from you know thursday friday wednesday thursday friday or something like that all up until today haven't been trading just trying to get reset reset myself so it kind of worked out for me too because i had finals going on i ended up finishing a lot of my classes early because i wanted to get like a full week of trading in after school ended and um once i was graduated it'd be a lot easier i figured anyways and then as uh as as the week came to a close i got a nasty ear infection and ended up not trading the beginning of this week either um, which honestly does kind of suck because uh, these last two days have been pretty eventful. Once we got that uh, break of channel on the daily, it's it's broke around four ten was where it's where it started, and it came down. It came rushing down on Tuesday, and uh, that was definitely an eventful day that I was sad that I missed. But I can't hear out of my left ear right now, so <laughs> had to take a little break on that for sure. But I think with all the consolidation, I didn't really want to get chopped out either so last week before the ear infection really hit that was that was a good call you made it first and then i was like you know what probably not the best idea for me to be doing it either right now so i mean that being said i did you know come back today started trading today so i did mm -hmm. hit a paypal trade and i sent that to the group chat it was a very beautiful i want to say what is it a rising rising triangle yeah 
It was right. like a almost a rising wedge, but not even. Not like a flat top, and I was just yeah. watching it. It was it was so beautiful. I sent it to the group chat. It was like the perfect <laughs> shape. You know what they show you in the textbooks, like what you see on Instagram, like all these furus. Like like if you go down into the show notes and you find the like rising triangle, that's that's it. Yeah, I mean it was it, beautiful. If I screen recorded it, it would be enough to. You post on Instagram and convince a lot of people that I, I'm a master trader. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, literally textbook. That's a furu trade if like, I've ever seen it. It was a furu trade if you've ever seen one. So, got in, you know, it broke underneath the outside the triangle to the downside and just threw some puts and then let it ride for 15 minutes, made like 60, 70 bucks. Um, so, it dropped from 72.40 to 72.20. You know, PayPal made a 20 cent move and I was able to capture about 10% off of that. So nothing crazy. I didn't like hit the trade abnormally large. I didn't go with the full $1,000 position. It was just really clean. It was just really clean, really yeah. nice. And then it was... Next time you see that, go hard. No, <laughs> I mean, no stress. I mean, like it yeah. wasn't like, it wasn't like an up day. I threw puts and it wasn't yeah. like an up day, you know, I'm going against the trend. It was literally, you know... Things are coming down. Things are coming this down. This is a beautiful spot this to get in. This is a beautiful in. spot to get in just based on spot. And that was yeah. it. So pretty simple, cut and dry. But, you know, those are the best chart. days when that when that happens, that perfect chart comes around. Ooh, gives me the shivers. Yeah. So I like it. I will say, though, I think one thing that really helped, though, and this is something I do want to emphasize before we get into any upcoming tickers is like psychology is like what? 80, 90 percent of trading, right? Yeah, at least. So, like, I think stepping can- away probably like gave a fresh sheet to you and seeing that trade was just like the perfect way to get back into it oh exactly I, I watched the level and said this is my stop and i was like i was like i was down like i think 60 dollars at first on my position and i was just like well first of all you're down 60 like it's a four dollar move on the contract it's nothing yeah. crazy like you're down 60 because you have a lot of contracts so yeah don't freak out um but it was a very clean level above i think paypal's like you know the resistance above was 72 50 55 totally you know, was bouncing off of it. It never closed above it. So I was like, there's nothing to be afraid Why of. Not? Really. Yeah. yeah. And then, but yeah, you're right. It was like that clean reset. Five days yeah. of like not having to like having this itch to trade, like just trying to get rid of that. And it's like, you know, I think before then I was just trading just to trade. Oh my gosh. At, at one point, I think I said it to you. I was like, dude, you, you're throwing a lot of stuff out there. Like there's a lot of stuff going in this chat. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I'm trading just to trade, bro. And I was like, at some point it's like, no, I trade to make money. I trade to have yeah. a good time. I trade. I want to be right. So yeah. like, don't trade just to, and that wanting to be right. So it's every time you throw a trade, it's like the trade can be going against you. It's like, no, I'm always right. Like this has yeah. to go my way. No, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And it will. It definitely will. I mean, I think uh, the best thing, <laughs> the best thing that exemplifies that is when you sent the picture of the bear with the bull's horns. <laughs> no, that was awesome because that's what this market really looks like right now. I mean, it's just like it it looks as bearish as can be, and then it rallies hard. And know? it rallies, and you have Microsoft gapping up to like you know. 52-week highs, you have Facebook gapping up $20, you have this insane earnings report by Google that gets faded right off the bat. Mm-hmm. You have like, you know, a lot of big tech doing a lot of the heavy lifting. So like the index, the indexes, the indices can't really push down the rest of the stocks as hard as like you think they would. So um, it just like everything feels backwards right now, for sure. Yeah, it does. Oh, yeah. It's like, should I be bullish or bearish? And it's like, bro, like that chart says, the chart very clearly says calls like this is like a potential yeah. reversal spot. And it's like, I'm not throwing calls. I'm like last week, the week before, all week I wanted to throw puts. Like, bro, this chart all is week, prime to fall. It was not going. It was just not going. It was so. just sitting around in that range, that 412, 415, 
four ten area. I think once the chart, like the like the charts, actually spy got out of that. Like I just looked and was like, oh, this is very clearly a put. It's going to be a lot easier. There's, it's yeah. a, when there you have the sense of direction in the market. So well, I think there's there's traders who can do chop and there's traders who can't. I'm not saying that we can't do chop, but it's definitely not my specialty. That word chop, man. I mean, like, I think people throw it around when they can't make money, bro. And yeah, I'll be honest, right. I say that to you. Yeah. It's chopping up, bro. I can't, like, it's that's, just, up, that's just code for me. Like, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared, bro. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> well, I think that's actually a good time to kind of transition over because uh, we did kind of touch on uh, Meta, Microsoft, Google, and uh, pretty much all here. of big tech. But all of big tech. So it, it feels bearish, but could be bullish. What are we thinking on Meta? I, you know, that $20, it looks like it's looking like it's going to gap up $20 tomorrow, you know, from when I'm speaking now. You know, they just had earnings and they beat expectations by pretty much a wide margin. You know, everyone's talking about how Meta's losing money on the Metaverse, this kind of stuff. And, you know, Mark Zuckerberg said he's committed to it and they've still managed to pull together some decent earnings. So, yeah, I think. The fact that the stock is up twenty dollars is it going to get faded? It's I in my personal. I mean, opinion, it already faded itself this morning. I mean, in my personal opinion, I think you know Meta. It's at two twenty nine, right? It's yeah. at two twenty nine. So then I think Meta is going to make its way back down into the into the gap. No, it only made it to. Oh, dude! It already closed that gap. You know, post post earnings. Yeah, it already closed the gap here. This is the gap right there. I mean, there's like, there's a two oh eight to. 208.70 or 209 basically too. I mean, it's like a 20 cent cap. It's nothing crazy. It, it closed itself. It already closed itself, which kind of sucks because... No, the earnings was after hours, bro. You're looking at something else. Oh, am I too... Am I behind? You're behind. Man. I might be behind. Let me go... Hold on. Let me go to the uh, after hours. I thought it was this morning for whatever reason, which is stupid because they never report in the morning. Oh my gosh. Yeah, another 233. There you go. Meta's trading at 233 after yeah. hours. Like that's and that's, that's what I bad. that's that gap. That's what I'm talking about is like that's a huge you I have, mean, that's an unbelievable gap. You have what a $25 gap there and it's like is Meta going to just jump dump back down halfway full? Is it going to do a full retrace? Is it going to I mean, go? It, it could gap and go because it's above both weeklies. And that's and that's what I'm saying is I guess and by this, weeklies I, I'm I mean if, the if spy wants to be, if spy wants to give me a bounce tomorrow say like I'm not getting any vibes that spy's going to push to 400 I'm all in Microsoft or Metacalls like this yeah. is these are too strong I'm too much feeling, momentum I'm feeling it might go its own direction and spy comes down anyways personally because spy just looks like it's falling off a cliff looks like it's barfing out of that. Uh, Right down to 400. Right down to 400. It might come back up from 400, sure. But from 404 to 400... Yeah, I could see it. I could see it coming down. I could definitely see that. I mean, if if that's the case, I'm you know I'm probably out there. I mean, tomorrow. essentially, it's only a one percent well, move. I'm probably 1. throwing pay if like if that's what I'm saying. If we're gonna get that continuation tomorrow, then yeah. I'm probably right back at PayPal throwing seventy one puts or seventy puts. <laughs> like it's like clockwork though, because that that is a a beautiful setup that you've already seen happen before, and it's more than well, likely I to mean, repeat itself. This year, I haven't lost money on PayPal at all. Like, don't say that out loud. Never say that. <laughs> I haven't lost money on PayPal at all. So I guess, like, you know what you said. Inverse inverse strategy means no PayPal tomorrow. Now I've already said it That's out loud. True. It's inverse, like inverse. how many times do I text the group chat? I don't mention anything about PayPal, and then all of a sudden, like, PayPal's blowing up. I'm blowing you guys up. And it's back. ready. You've already t- you're already in the trade before you even <laughs> take a second. <laughs> I love it, dude. Uh, I absolutely love your PayPal trades. So, 
but uh google definitely looking to fade that i mean if i like it's it's planned i don't really if i think spy goes down to, to 400 i think Google makes its way to 100 you know very simple cut and dry they had their earnings it got faded um mm-hmm. even with the 70 billion dollar buyback they announced which is a huge buyback after cutting jobs too. After cutting jobs, so you know have that increase on the balance sheet for you know twelve thousand. That's so, a lot. That's a lot. So for fundamental investors, that's a lot of money coming off the balance sheet in terms of like liabilities, what they're going to pay out mm-hmm. and expenses. Adding assets too, and then adding assets. Treasury and then, stock. There you go. There you go. And then you're talking about their revenue was up. YouTube revenue was up. Ad revenue was up. You know, maybe not to like the levels we like they wanted it to be but it was still up it's still up as long so as it's compared good. to last year and that the other fact thing that is it, they did kind of sandbag their earnings sandbag meaning like had lower estimates so that you know it could be beaten true yeah they could have done that it I felt mean, low at least to me personally i mean the whole ai game it's like people are talking about you know what what's you know going forward for google you know we're short-term guys i don't really like to speculate on that long-term stuff but that sentiment you know gets priced in early so like we don't speculate like we don't <laughs> That's what losing traders do. Like, when my trades going against me, it's like, well, macro, fundamental, economically, like, this is not. Yeah. <laughs> That's an important thing on psychology that I had to learn is that you can't, like, as soon as you start justifying your trade after it's been invalid invalidated, you got to get out. It's time to go. Yeah. You're just at that point. You're just, because then you're going from, like, oh, I set this trade up on, like, the two-hour time frame. Well, it looks good on the daily. No. No, you're no. sitting in your you're sitting in your like weekly calls that expire in three days. It's like you know every I'm getting crushed right now, but everything looks good on the daily. It's like it's like no, but you're not playing for the daily. But yeah, like you use the five minutes to get in. Now you're trying to justify why you're losing trade. You should hold on to it on the daily. So it's like oh my gosh, but I mean can't say I haven't done it before. I've done, I do that all the time. <laughs> yeah. I do that all I, the time. I honestly have done that in the last couple of weeks for sure. I usually whenever I do that though, I, I really try to like step back from the computer. Usually try to just sell out and step back, I, even if I'm like still thinking like it could be I'm, okay. You know, I make I'm gonna do a lot better like when I just wake up late. I'd rather just wake up at seven thirty, yeah. seven, go to work, and then you know sit down and like or sit in my car and look at charts and just not trade for a little bit. You know, if that's six thirty open, yeah, I can do it. I've done it before. You know, make money off of that, but yeah. You know, everyone's like, oh, the first hours we make the most money. Yeah, true. But like, you know, you get the best, you know, high quality, like setups low stress yeah, setups later. And then, yeah, you don't make yeah. as much money, but it's so much less stress. I, I still get up for the open, but I don't trade for like 15, 30 minutes at least. I, you know, I like to, I like to get up an hour later. I, an hour later, I right. like to get up like after you guys are done talking. It's like, hey guys, just woke up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we got Max over at the CBOE, so he's got to be up for the open either way. So, um, you know, not a lot to talk about in terms of last week's trades, though, or this upcoming week's trades other than Google, in my opinion. That's one I'm really focused on. Mm-hmm. I really like the 100 puts for next week. If I'm going to play tomorrow, probably at the money for this week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just if the market's going to push lower, Google Google has, like, Google, that's my number. Like, he's that's got, some room. got some got room. Got some room. Got some room to move down there, so... Uh, Meta, Microsoft, those are those are interesting. You know, they're ripping higher. So, let's see. We got anything else? Yeah, this might be a little bit of a shorter episode here, unless uh, I got anything quick here on the watch list. So I had a few things pulled up, but check my old faithfuls. And of course, nothing I say is financial advice. I mean, that's what oh, I no. would do. That is just, oh my gosh, I stumbled on that one. 
JP Morgan. JP Morgan. Oh, it's gonna fill that gap. Oh, that's gonna that's gonna fill for sure. So okay, so what I'm looking at on JP Morgan on the daily right here, we're at 135.23. And there's a gap all the way down to just under 130, about 129 or so. This is the earnings gap, and it even wicked down into 134 today. So that gap is getting smaller and smaller. That's a $5 gap. I mean, that's that's pretty sizable for JP Morgan, and it took a spill off these last two days. I wouldn't be surprised if in the next two weeks maximum, I mean, two weeks is a long time for this. It's a rounded top. I mean, the likelihood of that gap getting filled halfway at least is, you know, 80% within the next two weeks. Like, I know that, like, statistically yeah. speaking. Statistically speaking, that does work. It, you know, the market's going to push lower. You have the advantage that the market's going to push lower. You have the F, you know, a lot of people were concerned about banks. And then, you know, I don't know if what came out earlier was what? Oh, FRC is FRC, trouble. FRC, you know, the expectations they get taken over by the feds. So, I mean... I don't even... I honestly got to do some research on that. Are they? Yeah, that's the expectation. It hasn't happened, but you're talking about a bank that, you know, their deposits were a lot... The estimate for deposits was a lot lower than, you know, what what analysts thought it was going to be, despite the $30 billion coming from, you know, Wells Fargo, JP Morgan, City. These guys putting $30 billion behind it. So, I mean, the stock is trading... The stock is trading like like a dollar or something like that, or it's trading like at a billion-dollar valuation compared to where it was, you know, in February. So, let's see. Oh my gosh, five sixty nine. And I think I read somewhere on Twitter. You know, That's nasty. Don't quote me on this. Like I said, I wrote, I read this on Twitter, and it's like somebody just mentioned. It's like they don't really have a business model going forward, given what's going on. You know, they can't, yeah. they can't really put money behind the riskier assets. Because they're not no. in that position to, and it's like you take the safer assets, and that's the whole reason you're in you're in this position. In the you, position you, can't, yeah. you, you really can't make money to fund operations, make a profit on that. So it's like you know, really, what do you do? You know, you're not making risky loans in this environment, and you can't you can't afford to take on mortgage backed securities because you're not going to make mm-hmm. enough money in time to you know. The MBSs will kill them. So it's you know that, and that's what I read. You know, that's yeah. going to make sense. But it make, it does make sense. That w- that would just kill them because then they're locked in for you know 15 30 years and like you on said a lower rate yeah. you know and it's like you said i gotta do more research into it i mean that's not something i trade but it is something to look out for if you are trading banks like i you know baskin yeah. jp morgan you know and i, I just, love jp right now i'm loving jp morgan. i'm putting wells fargo on my shit list like i am not trading that you know <laughs> i this is the like, second or third time you know i've never made serious money on wells fargo yeah. but i've always i've gotten killed a few times this is this i the, gotta watch wells i actually haven't even looked this into is, it probably should though the contracts are cheaper and i think a lot part of the reason is because like you said i have i usually pick up when it comes to wells fargo it's a cheaper stock yeah i'm still putting like maybe like 800 900 1000 yeah. in a trade or something yeah. like that but what's happening is these since it's a cheaper stock more contracts a one dollar move fucking destroys Just me. Absolutely wrecks you, yeah. So, no, so. but the I mean, a one dollar move in your direction again, and then a one dollar move in your direction. No, You're actually, fantastic actually, shape. no. Like, <laughs> no. You, you would think, actually, you, you would think, think with the contract. But no. I mean, if you're trading MU, that's just a whole nother. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, stay, I stay away from MU. Not that it's a bad stock or their company's bad. It's just the stock itself. The stock itself does not the, move who, the it, way you want it to, the, ever. I don't know who's buying and trading it. They need more people buying. It needs some more volatility to it. Well, I, 
honestly, I don't even know if it needs volatility. It just needs oh. movement. It needs, yeah, which is volatility. volatility. You need, you need, I need this thing to whipsaw up and down. Like Facebook in a day could be 215, then all of a sudden it ends the day at 221. You start at 217, down to 215, 212, and all of a sudden you're at 221. You're like, oh, yeah, you're like, like meta. Wow. How, how, yeah. wow, how did this happen? And like, MU will sit there at 6305 for like an hour. An hour and a half. And then it'll shoot up or down for like maybe 10 minutes. It'll shoot up like 20 cents, and then your contracts yeah. are up like two cents, two dollars. Two, two cents, three cents. It's, it's a very tough it's thing to tough trade. It's tough to trade. That's for sure. Well, that actually caps us off at 20 minutes perfectly. Um, as we're wrapping up, I want to mention that if you want to stay active with us during the week, follow us on Twitter at AndrewBaskin777 or at JustAverageDown. Both will be linked in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, traders, please respect your stop. Or just average down.